Welcome to the Evolve and Elevate podcast. My name's Samantha, and I'm here to help you ladies stop repeating the same behaviors and learn how to build the habits you need to finally lose the weight for good and uncover your badass self. If you feel stuck and overwhelmed with all the information out there, I'm gonna be dropping five specific episodes a week to help you gain the clarity you need in order to rebuild that confidence, get strong, and heal your relationship with food so you can finally build the body of your dreams. Now let's get started. Let's get started. I hope you're having the best day ever. Welcome back to another episode of the Evolve and Elevate podcast. Today, I'm talking about what to do when you get injured. So today with injuries, what I want to talk about is basically what do you do when you get an injury? How do you deal with it? How do you overcome it? And then what do you do to get past it? Because that is something that you really need to understand. And if you've been listening to my podcast, and if you've been either on the program, or if you have like been coached in the past, you all know that a lot of the times I talk about having different protocols. So for example, if you are sick, you have a protocol. If you go on vacation, you have a protocol. If you are, I don't know, on the weekend, you have a protocol, right? There's like guidelines and values that you follow. And so the same goes with injuries. The same goes with anything. You just got to set these guidelines. And so I'm going to show you guys how I do that. And then also I'm going to give you some tools and tips and tricks for if you do get injured and what to do with like common injuries, because honestly, I hate to say it, but everyone's kind of scared of getting hurt. The biggest thing is, is like, if you're lifting weights, and you're not doing it properly, you probably are going to have an injury at some point. Okay. And so this is why it's also important to make sure that you're sending informed videos, you're getting the help that you need and actually just like being vulnerable and saying like, Hey, I'm not good at this. And I need help. Right? Because I think a lot of the times we don't want to send a video in because we hate the way our stomach looks, we hate the way our arms look, we don't like the way that we sound or the way that we look, or maybe we're breathing too hard, whatever the case that whatever thing you can pick out that like doesn't fit. But those are the things that are actually going to help you get to the next level. So if you want to hit the next level, you need to do things that step outside of your comfort zone. Otherwise, you're not going to level up. Also, guys, if you're watching the live stream, and you're on the Facebook group, and you're in our program, please tag I'm here or hashtag replay. So I know that you watch this um, so that I can make sure that you are entered in to win the $500 giveaway at the end of the summer and the $100 giveaway for the I'm here challenge at the end of July. So now without further ado, let's get started. So let's talk about this protocol when it comes to getting when you're injured. Okay, so this goes for literally any 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 injury I've ever had now to give you guys a rundown of injuries I've had I have had a herniated disc in my neck I have scoliosis in two different places in my back um, I've had a knee injury from doing a program with another coach pretty trash program I'm just gonna throw it out there I'm not gonna say who I'm not gonna get that bitter but it's pretty trash program they had me doing like 30 um, Bulgarian split lunges jump lunges and like who the hell does that no point at all of doing those uh please don't try that at home but yeah like it's just it wasn't part of my goal no point wasn't was not coordinated enough to do that if y'all know me you knew no i'm not coordinated at all that's also why i don't like to group fitness classes because they tell you to do a whole bunch of stuff and a whole bunch of random orders and then i feel stupid and i don't want to do it so that's exactly what i don't do is fitness classes and that's why if anyone ever was wondering why just not coordinated so again herniated disc in my neck two forms of scoliosis in my low back and my mid back also had a knee injury also have a wrist that doesn't rotate okay so I had surgery on my wrist if you're on the live stream you can see the scar and I was in a cast for about a year so if you've heard the story before I won't bore you with the details maybe I'll go into it another time but it was uh, a 
cast that goes all the way up to my shoulder. It was like an L, one of those elbow L casts. Um, and I was in it for about a year. Okay. So I've had my fair share of injuries. Definitely have not been spared. I've also had multiple rolled ankles from volleyball, also multiple injuries from field hockey, soccer, you freaking name it. Okay. So in terms of like injuries, I'm pretty much, I'm a little bit of a tough love kind of person because I've definitely overcame quite a few injuries. And so I'm going to help you do the same today. Okay. So the first thing is, is that like, so one, you know, that I've had my injuries, obviously, we're still lifting super heavy, I'm still doing the shit that I need to do. Yes, there are moderations and modifications that you might need to make. And that is okay. You guys are never going to see me doing a super heavy back squat at the gym, because it is just very uncomfortable in my neck in my back, it does not suit me. And as much as I would love to do, you know, a super heavy squat, deadlifts, trap bar deadlifts, hip thrust, things like that are way more effective for me. And I just get the same engagement, I feel good when I do them. Like, they're great. So I'm going to show you guys how to do that as well. So the first thing that we need to understand when it comes to injuries is that your mindset is going to be the biggest thing that helps you through this. Okay, you have two choices when you get injured, you either say fuck it and roll over or you actually get the heck up and you focus on what you need to do. There's literally two mindsets that you can have and you're going to go through different phases of grief while you're going through an injury. Okay, you're going to go through the phase of I'm going to be fine. Everything's going to be great. Then you go through the Oh my god, the whole world is ending and I can't do jack shit. Then you go through the phase of, you know what, it's going to be fine. I'm going to power through this. It's going to be great. Then you go through like that little bit of depression where you're like, everything is happening to me and the world is ending and I'm never going to like all that stuff. Then we go through the like, do I reach for food because fuck it phase. Then we go through like, you know, the next one in terms of like the next phase that we go through is basically the, oh my God, it's been three weeks. Why isn't this happened? Why is this still like, you know, taking so long? And then eventually we get to the final ending and then we get to that recovery spot where we go, oh shit, now I can work out again and it doesn't feel the same. So there's a whole bunch of mixed emotions when you get injured. And the first thing that you need to know to overcome this is that you need to stop beating yourself up for feeling them. Okay, first things first, if you are beating yourself up and allowing yourself to spiral when you get injured, you are only doing more harm than good. Okay, only more harm. Because what is the point of having say, say you broke your ankle? So you broke your ankle, maybe it's like, I don't know, eight weeks, I have no idea what a broken ankle is, but say eight weeks, okay, eight weeks, and till you can do anything again, till you can get up till you can do whatever, we'll go worst case scenario. Okay. And so you go do that, and you're not able to do anything. Worst case scenario in eight weeks out of the span of your life, it is very short timing, is your progress all going to be ruined, you literally get to decide you figure it out, you decide right? Like if you want to just eat whatever you want, not do anything and just sit in a spiral of shit, then yeah, like, yeah, in eight weeks, your progress, like you, you can definitely make sure that you're up 10 pounds if you really want to, like you can totally do it. It's up to you, right? Or you can be like, there's no way that I'm going to let myself gain 10 pounds in the next eight weeks. And so I'm going to make sure that my habits are pretty good with my food. And I'm going to try and get as much movement as I can. in. maybe I'll do some bicep curls, some rows, I'll do some push ups, you know, just like some random ass stuff that like, will at least keep your mind engaged and like get your blood flowing. Like you can do things like that. Now, obviously, I get that you might not have the skills in order to develop that program. But again, whatever, reach out for help, ask a physio, you name it. Um, but there's tons of stuff even online that you can follow. Like, you know, I'm sure if you typed in broken ankle workout, you could find like a million things, you know what I mean? Like the internet's crazy. And so like, don't get me wrong, I don't think that should be like the end all be all. 
but it's just something to get you going. And it's like, you just totally get to decide. And you're going to have some days where like, I decided to eat an entire pint of ice cream. And you know what? Like fair, honestly fair, because like if I broke my ankle and I couldn't walk for eight weeks, I'd be pretty pissed off too. And I probably wouldn't make the best decisions ever. But I do know that if I did decide to eat an entire pint of ice cream, I wouldn't spend the next two weeks beating myself up for it because I know where my head's at. And my head is not in the right spot because I'm emotionally upset about what is happening. And I know that I'm being irrational, right? You see what I'm saying? So biggest thing is, is like, you can choose one way or the other, but you got to choose. So you either spiral and you deal with the consequences later, or you don't spiral and you like love life and you just keep doing the best that you can. And it is what it is, right? Like it's, it's really one or the other. And like I said, give yourself grace also as you're going through this of like, you know, I don't feel good right now. And I hate this and just let yourself feel it. That's the first thing. First thing before I even get into technical things and you might fall off at this point. But the thing is, is that that is going to be the biggest thing, because as soon as you get injured, you're going to go, oh my God, the world is ending and I'm going to lose all my progress. And then you're going to act accordingly. So if you know that's going to happen and I can prepare you for that, then you don't make those decisions and you show up differently. And that's going to result in more progress long-term because realistically in the span of your lifetime, you are going to get injured. Something is going to happen. Something. It just like injuries or sicknesses are going to happen. That's just like part of being alive. Okay. So that being said, it's like, how do you pick yourself back up when it happens? And the first thing is give yourself grace when you you know decide that you're just going to kind of succumb to it and just feel, feel the feelings. And the second thing is, is that let it all out. You no, know, I'm sad because I can't walk for eight weeks. I'm pissed off because why did this even happen in the first place? I'm angry because I tore my ligaments. I didn't even break anything. And so it's going to take even longer. I'm angry because I just got back to the gym and now everything fell apart. I'm pissed off because I think I'm going to gain 10 pounds. I'm going to do everything I can in the next eight weeks, but I'm probably going to gain 10 pounds. I'm mad because you know what I mean? Just let it all out. Let it all out. Stop trying to be like, no, I can't think that way. I can't think that way. No, let it out. Just do it. Just do it. You will feel so much better. Okay. So then after we get through all this mindset stuff, and this is going to be an ongoing process, next thing we need to look at is what can I do? So you're going to go through all the things that you can't do. I can't walk. I can't go up the stairs. I can't put my pants on. I can't do all these things. But the thing is, it's like, what can you do? What can you do? Focus on what you can do. There's a lot of things that you can do. So if you break your ankle, for example, very random example, um, then you can do push-ups. you can do rows, you can do bicep curls, you can do shoulder presses, you can do probably some sort of ab exercise as long as your foot isn't like super dying. Obviously the first like few days, maybe don't do jack shit because you're super tired and you're probably in pain. But like afterwards, you're gonna be bored as like bored to tears, right? So it's like, what can we do? Maybe you break your arm or maybe something happens to your arm awesome. We can do squats. We can put a bench behind our butt and we can sit on the squat or on the chair and then stand back up. Um, I can do glute bridges. You can do these kickbacks. You could do like uh, lying or what's it called? Hamstring curls. You could do Nordics. You could do all these kind of things. Now, obviously you're not going to put yourself in any place where you could fall over and hurt your arm, but realistically you can do things still. You can still do something. And even if you can't do any of those exercises because you're like, I'm just going to fall over, go for a walk, right? Go to the gym and go on the treadmill, go on the elliptical. Yes, you're going to be a little bit sweaty. Your cast isn't going to feel very good. But at the same time, it's like you're still you still need to do something, right? You still can do something. You don't have to get your heart rate up. You can just go for a walk and get the blood flowing a little bit. You'll feel much better. Maybe you do some stretches. There's tons of stretches that you can do. You focus on stretches and movement and then you combine it with your food. 
You see what I'm saying? There's all these things that you can do. And it's so much easier to focus on the things that you can do than the things that you can't because you're already going to think about all the things that you can't do anyways, right? After that, the biggest thing is, is like, I would say rehab. So making sure that you're doing some kind of physio or if it's not that advanced, making sure that you're following something because a lot of the times, so this is the biggest thing with injuries is that injuries don't hurt you like necessarily, like when you're under 30, you know, you kind of get away with a lot of shit. But after you turn like 30, 35, a lot of the times things start hurting again, right? Your knee starts creaking again. You're like, you know, your arthritis and your wrist starts creaking again. Like this wrist, if I can open my hand like this when I'm 70, I'm going to be very impressed. But I don't think that's going to happen. Honestly, like the amount of arthritis and stuff, it's going to probably set in. I'm probably going to be crippled on that hand. Honestly, I'm just like preparing for worst case scenario because after having a pin in there, like locked up for like a year, I don't know. Maybe the odds are in my favor, but I don't think so. So I prepare for the worst. And so with that being said, it's like after your injury, the biggest thing you need to look at is like what actually happened. So if it's a structural issue, like if it's like a bone, um, if it's a joint, things like that, normally you're okay. Like normally it's not too bad. Like you can kind of get through that because bones heal pretty quickly. Um, however, like if you have like cartilage that's missing, like you're probably going to need a replacement, which then is going to come with a whole bunch of other things like reattachments. Because if you think about it, if you have to get a knee replacement, um, a lot of the times it's a cemented uh, replacement, which means that it's very quick, like you can get up and get moving quite like quickly afterwards. Um, but if you're younger, it's going to be an uncemented one, which is basically going to mean that you have a longer recovery period, because it kind of does this thing where like your muscles and your like your ligaments and stuff, it connects into the, the implant. So a lot of the times they wait for you to be older and then they'll do the cemented one because it's just easier to like get back up and get moving again. But the thing is one, you have to be able to get that range of motion back. But two, you also still have to think about the fact that those ligaments and joints have to connect into that joint. And so if you don't have strength in those ligaments, in those muscles, it's very, very important that you do for one, but two, the other thing is, is that like that still has to reattach, that has to uh, strengthen, you have to get used to the range of motion. Um, or if you have an injury, like you sprain or you tear a ligament in your wrist. So I did that in my wrist. I tore all the ligaments and I also dislocated it. Or like in your ankle or your whatever, you tear your hamstring. You have to really like think about the fact that yes, the muscle might be strong still, but the ligaments and the tendons aren't. So this is also why a lot of the times your ligaments or your tendons will go and your muscle is fine because your muscle muscle say can lift 100 pounds, but your ligaments and tendons can only lift 70. And that's why it's also super important to have phases of like heavy strength, but then you have to deload, you're going to notice at a point when you're strength training, that if you keep going, your shoulder hurts, your knee hurts, your elbow hurts, like, why am I getting kind of creaky, right? There's normally a point where you're like, yeah, something kind of feels a little tweaky. Um, and so at that point, you tend to like, you you want to deload and make sure that you're actually taking some t tension off that, and just a little bit less weight so that your body's able to actually adapt uh, your ligaments, your joints are able to recover. And then you can try it again for a heavier weight. So a lot of the times your muscles can keep up, but your ligaments and your tendons can't. And so the thing is, that's why those get hurt and injured more frequently. And so understanding that, and then understanding also that like, yes, you know, you go back to squatting, and you're like, wow, my ankle feels great cool, but your ligaments still need to be strengthened. And that's why when you go to physio, they do all that boring shit that no one wants to do. Like 
draw an A with your finger or with your toes and you're like A, B, C, D and they're like, okay, we'll see you in 20 minutes. And it's just because you need to do that over and over again because that's going to actually strengthen the ligaments and the tendons. That's not necessarily going to do the muscles. So that's why you're like, oh, this is so freaking boring. Why the fuck am I doing this? Like I could just do this at home. But the thing is, is that you won't do it at home. So that's why you went to physio, you see? So then after physio, then you can start loading again. And that's where you really work on mobility and stability. Hopefully I haven't lost you because now we're getting kind of technical. But the mobility portion is going to be the movement portion. So the range of motion through the joint, making sure that you can do all the things that you're supposed to be able to do with that joint. Okay, that's basically like mobile, like think mobility, think moving, but we also want to open things up, make sure that they're working the way that they need to. Okay, then we have the stability aspect, which is basically that we want to make sure that that then gets reinforced. It's kind of like how I talk about how like if you're rowing like this, right, your shoulders are all like hunched forward, and you're rowing, and you're just reinforcing that posture, you're not really ever going to see that your posture improves, because you're never opening up, you're never training that in the proper position. And so nice and slow repetitions, very, very slow, weighted movements are going to help reinforce those postures, those positions, um, that that basically what you're trying to get to strengthen. Okay, so that's why it's super important. And normally, most of our programs start off with that. And then it moves into like building and stuff, because most women, especially have not been through a proper mobility stability phase. And they also haven't been through a proper strength phase. And you should not be lifting like, Oh, my God, the amount of people that I see lifting like five by fives, I'm just gonna say this on a quick rant five by fives and like all these like fucking crazy ass numbers. Sorry for swearing. I know like I swear every so often, but like this one makes me passionate. They're doing like five by fives and they've never in the history of their life actually worked on like any stability work or like made sure that their body's actually functioning properly. So they go to do this lift, they get the lift up maybe like three reps or they'll get five. Sometimes they aim for like one and their form is atrocious. Their backs all screwed up, like their legs, their knees, their joints. Like it's just a shit show it's a train wreck and they're like wow i got it up i don't care if you can lift one rep and it looks like trash it does not matter like cool who cares who actually cares like i'm just saying that and i love strength training don't get me wrong but i'm super passionate about making sure that you're not injured for the rest of your life because you decided to pull 400 pounds at like 120 pound body weight when you really have no business pulling that weight right so like drives me nuts so a five by five is like so five sets of five reps so there's like a big strength training phase this is a very good question sorry see this one i was like i'm probably gonna lose some people but i'm gonna talk about it anyways so basically it's like so normally when you're doing like a strength phase you'll do like six to eight if you're a beginner normally the first like three to five years you do like six to eight so like you'll do three sets so say say it's like you know you go to do your exercise and you do six to eight reps of that exercise and you fail out and that's pretty heavy okay but some people because they're seeing shit online they will go and they will try a program because they want to get super strong and so they'll go and they'll do five sets of something so when you go to like say do a deadlift they'll do that five times and they'll do five reps and they'll try and do it as heavy as they can but a lot of the times they'll fail out at like three reps because they're going too heavy and then their ligaments and their joints can't keep up or their form is crap so like everything just kind of goes to shit yeah it just turns into a shit show so just don't do that like again we're talking about injuries that's why i bring it up but i'm like just don't do it it's really bad you're gonna be on like you know the world star or like on the um you know on facebook 
being that person that's like, I did one rep and everyone's like, yeah, but like your knees and your back and your neck and like, ah, right. So yeah, again, like a lot of my lifts, you're going to notice like they're not overly impressive. I'll be totally honest. Like I think the most I've ever like deadlifted is like maybe 300 pounds, which is a lot for me, but it's not like world record. Wow. Right. But the thing is, is like my goal isn't to be the strongest person in the entire world. It is not the goal. Like I literally just want to make sure that I'm healthy, that I'm eating food that makes me feel good you know, uh, making sure that my muscles and my joints feel good, that I don't have like frozen shoulder and that my neck with my herniated disc doesn't hurt me for the rest of my life. And my scoliosis doesn't hurt me for the rest of my life. And like my knees and like, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. I don't want to be 70 in pain. That's not my goal in life. I just don't find that fun. And so like some people will be a lot more like intense, I guess, like right now until they can't anymore. But then they live with what they what they did for the next like 30 years. And it's just like not my vibe. You know, I'm just like, why? Like, what's the point? So yeah, so that's the biggest thing. That's what a five by five is. If anyone knows, please don't go look. <laughs> You're all gonna go look it up now and like go try it. But that's fine. Let me know if you need any help. If you get injured, Um, please don't get injured. So yeah, so then after you have the injury, the biggest thing is making sure that you're rehabbing those ligaments and those joints, uh, making sure that you're not also like just jumping back into your old weights. It is okay that it feels not as like, it's not as impressive as when you first started. Like realistically, no one, I'm just gonna say it because I know this sounds savage, but like no one gives a shit. Like I don't go to the gym and look over there and be like, oh my God, you know what? Like Rebecca, she was lifting 200 pounds last time and now she's only lifting 135 what the fuck rebecca like i don't think that way if you guys are watching people that closely you need to give some people some space okay because that's a lot so the biggest thing is is like realistically no one's watching you no one really cares if y'all are watching what i'm lifting i really don't care because i would rather lift it with proper form make sure that i feel the muscles i need to feel get the engagement that i need to get and get the hell out of the gym, right? Like I don't need to be lifting a shit ton of weight. And again, you don't really need to either. Yes, you want to lift heavy. I'm not saying don't lift heavy, but I'm just saying after an injury, make sure you're building yourself up so your ligaments and your joints have time to actually recover rather than just jumping back in like, oh, I did 70 pounds last time. So that's what I'm going to do. I love that for you. Probably a terrible idea. You're probably going to be pretty swollen for the next two days. And then you won't be able to work out again because you're going to be in pain. And then you're going to be frustrating. And then you know what I mean? Like it's like back and forth. It's just like a lot. So instead, just work your way up. Understand that like when you start, it's normal that you're not going to be lifting the same amount as when you first started, like after having an injury and just like accept the process. Like realistically, what's the goal here? The goal might be to lose weight, feel better in your clothes, build some muscle, look fucking hot doing it. Like go out with your friends, hang out, eat some fun foods, eat some healthy foods, try to not have like a fatty liver and like, you know, intestinal problems and heart failure. And like, realistically, like, what is the goal? Have some more energy for your kids. Like the goal is not to walk into the gym and be like, what's up everybody. And then just like slam on some weights, fuck your back up and head out. Like, it's just not the vibe. It's not the vibe. So just yeah, save yourself the trouble. Please don't do it. It's silly. And honestly, the only one who thinks it looks impressive are the people who are doing it. Um, everyone else is like, Oh my god, are you okay? Um, also, if you're at a beginner gym, that's the biggest thing that I'm gonna say too with injuries as well. 
when you're at a beginner gym, like if you're at Planet Fitness or if you are at like, I don't know, anywhere that's not like a bodybuilder gym, um, I do find that the stairs and the like, you know, the watching is a lot more than if you go to like a bodybuilder gym or if you go to like a gym where people who are like lifting or like more intimidating kind of environments because they already know what they're doing. So they just keep doing it and then they just want to make sure that you're doing fine, right? Someone said crunch. That's fair. Taylor, good, good one right? Crunch, like everyone already knows what they're doing. So those ones are actually going to help you most likely more than the like the planet fitnesses, the crunches, like all that kind of stuff. So just understand also like who you're getting your advice from. Like if you guys are getting advice from other people who like got injured and whatever, but they're also someone who like barely goes to the gym, etc. Just be careful with injuries because I know a whole bunch of people who are really great at like rehabbing their knees, but like they're not really that great. And they've had the injury ongoing for like a very long time. And so just be mindful of that because it is your joints and it is something that matters because no one really wants a knee replacement. They're not, they don't look comfy. Okay. So again, injured three different steps before I get on a rant because I could talk about this all day because I'm super passionate about it. But one is that uh, you have to ha- you have to decide on your mindset going in, right? Like after you're injured, it's you're going to go through the grief waves of just like, what the frick happened? And why did this happen to me? And this sucks. But you're also going to have those days where you have like those hero moments of like, I'm going to be that story that overcomes it. Like, you know, everything in between all comes out at once. Um, so you're going to have that and you either get to decide, are you just going to say fuck it for the next eight weeks? Or are you actually going to just like, do the best that you can with what you got? That's basically what it comes down to. Okay. The second thing is, is that while you're injured, focus on what you can do, not what you can't do. There's tons of shit you can't do when you're injured. Focus on the stuff you can do. You will feel like you are way more successful. You will feel way happier and you will feel like you're actually making progress in some area rather than just beating yourself down for the said period of time. Okay. And then the third thing is, is that after you're done being injured, please do the stupid exercises that you don't want to do. And the reason being is that you're going to rehab this. You're going to thank yourself later because your ligaments, your joints are going to feel great. Again, your muscle is stronger in a sense where, you know, if you can lift a hundred pounds with your muscle, you can probably only lift 70 with your actual ligaments, your joints, things like that. Um, And so making sure you have proper form, but also making sure you have proper engagement, that the muscles are actually doing what they're supposed to be doing, all those things in between. Um, And so even though it might not feel like it's a hard exercise, it's something that you do need to do in order order to move forward so that you don't have long lasting injuries forever. Because again, eight weeks or whatever it is, and then your rehab time, and then maybe like going back to the gym, um, it might take you up to like three to six months. It's a lot. But it's also not a lot in the grand scheme of your entire life, right? Like if you really think about it, it's not that much time, it's going to be okay. And so also looking at it from perspective, like if you zoom 100, you know, million, whatever miles out, and you're like thinking of yourself sitting on a couch with like a cast on your leg really is it the end of the world? Probably not. It's all good, right? And not to say like minimize people's pain or anything like been there done that I've had tons of injuries as I went over. But it's also like, mm, perspective wise, it's probably not gonna it's gonna be a blimp in your life. So just do the best with what you can and then go from there. And that goes with anything, literally anything like you get sick. Okay, well, we all get sick, right? You get injured, we all get injured, there's gonna be times it's within this like 70 years, that's something that's guaranteed is that you're probably gonna get sick, you probably will get injured, and you're probably will have some rain on some of the days like it is what this but you also have a lot of good days you have a lot of like you know sunshine there's a lot of other things that are going really well so just do your best to focus on those and then give yourself grace when your mind kind of takes you for a tumble and it's like eat the whole container of ice cream because this fucking sucks and you're like okay and then you eat the whole thing you're like why did i do that i'm gonna gain like 10 pounds ah right and then instead of just like beating yourself up 
let give yourself some grace. You know, you know what? We didn't make the best decision in the entire world, but it could have been worse. And so now we're going to go and we'll maybe go for a walk or let's just like drink some water. We'll be fine. It's all good. And just like keep going regardless of how you're feeling that way. Okay. So hope this helped. I hope you have the best day ever. Thanks so much for tuning in guys. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you found value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you would screenshot and tag Samantha Mills Fitness on Instagram or leave us a review down below. If you'd like to go further in your weight loss journey with us, head over to my Instagram bio and fill out an application to get started. We'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have the best freaking day ever.